0: This is episode 241 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today we talk body fantasies. If you struggle with body image, this is a must listen. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, a clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method, and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy. Corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image, and food. It's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, sisters, and welcome back. Today is going to be an interesting episode. Um, And let me give you some background on how this Episode came to be created. Uh, we're mid May 2020, and uh, this is that period of the year where I'm going through consultation for the year-end program. So, people are booking consultation. They want to work with me one-on-one or in my high-end group coaching program, professional or client. So, if you're either one of those and you wanted to work with me, this is it. But I'm learning so much about you and the more I'm learning about you, the more it's confirming my theory that all of our journey is somewhat the same and 90% of the women that are booking consultation are listeners. So if that's you and you've had a consultation with me and you're going to join us, hello sister, (laughs) your story that we talked contributed to this episode. I would say that about 80% of the women that book consultation with me, the driving factor is body image. The struggle is real. One of the questions that I ask when you book a consultation is, what is the most challenging aspect of your relationship to food and body? And here's just a sample of the answer. I am at my heaviest have ever been. I've gained weight since stopping dieting. I've had gastric bypass surgery and now I'm getting the weight back. I'm struggling with the need to let go of me having to lose weight. I'm struggling with anxiety and I know it's linked to my body. I struggle with depression for years and I've been dieting for years. This is just a sample of the various types of answer I'm seeing on those form. And um, I wanted to create something for all of you that are not ready to work with me or can't uh, financially afford it, but yet are a devoted podcast listener. And um, while this is happening, also, no, this is a behind the scene I'm about to share with you, but I have a note on my phone. I have an iPhone and I have the note application. And as creative idea come in my head, I have a note called podcast title. And then I write idea. I don't know. I have more than 100 different podcast title episodes on that note from different interaction, different coaching moment I've had. And Body Fantasies has been in there for almost a year. It's at the top, but actually never made it to the creative portion. And that's what came into my mind as I was doing and continue to do those uh, consultation. So today we're going to talk about the concept of Body Fantasies, what it is, um, how that it came to be, the intersection between body objectification and body fantasies, and the steps you need to take to opt out out of body fantasies. So ready? Let's do this. So what are body fantasies? This is a term I created. It doesn't exist in the dictionary. And as a matter of fact, this morning, I was doing a Google search on the term body fantasy to see if anybody else has ever used it and new it's a cream of some kind I didn't even open the article but like the first three pages of google search on body fantasies is about some cream product that you apply on your body so needless to say body fantasy is my creation so here's what I mean by body fantasies Uh, it's the illusion that life will be perfect when you get another body Body fantasies are imaginary daydream, like body scenarios that we play in our head. And here's a caveat here. It can be conscious, but it's often unconscious, meaning that you've had these fantasies about your body so often and for so long that they have become a belief. They're part of your unconscious mind and they constantly play in the background without you wanting to. If you've learned self coaching with me, you know exactly what I'm talking about here. Here's another kind of view on body fantasies it can sound like this When I finally lose weight, I will. Or if my body could be different, I would. Or if I could look younger, I would, and then fill in the blank. Here's some example of the blank. I will be happier. I will feel lighter. I will feel sexy. I'll be confident and do blah, blah, blah. I'll be successful and I'll achieve blah, blah, blah. I'll feel good about myself. I will finally fit in the clothes that I used to love to wear. I will feel more confident. I'll be more confident. I will go out and enjoy life. I will be a better sexual partner. I will be desired by my partner. My life will be easier. Moving with my body will be easier. I'll finally be able to stop eating when I'm full and eat when I'm hungry. I'll be more relaxed. I won't be anxious. I'll stop being depressed. I'll be ill to hear. My mom will finally stop commenting on my body. My kids won't feel ashamed to be with me. Does that sound familiar? That's body fantasies. If you're not clear yet, how could you know Or how could you make sure that the thoughts you are having about the body and the things that will happen when you get this body is, in fact, body fantasies? Here's a couple of kind of cornerstone pieces of body fantasies. If you believe that your life will unlock, will get better, once you get the body appearance, shape, size, look, that you consider to be perfect or at least good enough. That's when you'll be allowed to live the life of your dream or that the life of your dream will be delivered on your doorstep. Body fantasies is also when you believe that you have to put things on hold because you don't deserve them, because you haven't got the fantasy body. That illusionary body that will finally allow you to be happy, healthy, and confident, and all of these stuff. Right? When you are so obsessed about losing weight that you don't live in the moment present. You're constantly in the future when you lose the weight or in the past when you did loss the weight, but you gain it back. When you're so obsessed about reshaping your body that you don't interact in your current life, when reducing your wrinkle line is so important that you invest a lot of your financial resources more than you should preventing you from living your life in the moment. When becoming healthier, controlling your food is such an important element of your life that you don't live your current life. This is when the most important part of your life is achieving, changing, becoming this body fantasies. So how does this became a reality for us as smart, intelligent, empowered, highly functional women in modern society? Well, for most of us, we have to dial back the clock to, for some of us, as early as six, seven, eight years old, early teens, but maximum typically by the late teens. This is when you were split in two. You and your body. You, the spirit, the higher self, the mind, the emotion, and then your physical body. You encountered body objectification. Now, this may have come from what you heard your mom say about her home body. Or what you heard your mom say to perhaps your father about other people's body this is when you perhaps heard an aunt you love dearly and admire comment on a cousin's body this is perhaps when you saw a movie or a tv show and you observe a character that you love go on a diet and then miraculously have everything that she wanted This is perhaps when you heard a loved one once talk about someone else finally losing weight and being so much better because of it. This is when you heard people say, oh, my God, she is so disciplined because she lost weight. She looks so good. These are all messages that you started to absorb within your mind. You absorb this message because you were too young to understand them, to analyze them, to critique them. But today these messages are internalized and then you no longer need external reinforcement. You are your worst enemy. You're the one beating yourself up and objectifying yourself. You are self objectifying this is when you confirm through your thoughts that you are your physical body that your worth is reduced to your body by thinking you are your body you are in fact confirming that you aren't worthy unless you achieve this ideal body Through your thoughts that you've internalized, you confirm that you don't deserve what you want unless you achieve the body of this perfect illusionary body fantasy. And here's a crazy thing. We start believing our own thoughts and we believe them so much that we then seek validation. We don't look to others to tell us what we should look like because none of us would do that, right? However, we look to others to confirm and validate the thoughts that we currently are entertaining about our body fantasy. Our body becomes our gel. Our freedom Our liberty to act and do what we want depends on our ability to make our body look like the way it should, according to our body fantasies. I know when you hear that, it sounds crazy. It sounds like, nah, that's not me. But ask yourself the question, are you limiting your life? Because of the size, the shape, or the look of your body? Although you have the power, the agency to do what you want as a modern woman, you don't. Because of the thoughts you are entertaining about your body fantasies. Why do we do this? Why do we entertain body fantasies? Let me reveal that to you. It's because your brain believes that when you change your body, that you lose weight, that you get rid of that wrinkle, you will get to feel differently. Not because you have different thoughts, but because you are physically different. But here's what I want you to know. This feeling that your brain believes it will get When you finally get into that physical body, that is that fantasy, that illusion is available to you right now. Our feelings, our emotions, our sensations in our body, our confidence, our worthiness, our self-esteem are not the product of a physical body. They're 100% the outcome of the way you think. Let me give you an example if you're still doubting me. 91% of women in modern society, in Western society, through a survey done by a corporation called Dove, right? I think it's Procter & Gamble, but anyway. Dove did a survey that determined that 91% of women did not like their body. And this was not based on size, meaning that in that cohort of women, thousands of women, there was people of all sizes. For those of you who've lost weight in the past and came close to, quote, your perfect body, if that perfect body had the ability to unlock your happiness, your confidence, your self-esteem, your worthiness, your achievement, Why did you gain the weight back? I know that's not a question we like to ask, right? And then when we answer that question, we tend to put the blame on things outside of ourselves. If confidence, self-esteem, worthiness was the product of a smaller, younger body, then all women who fit the thin ideal would be confident, which we know not to be the case. Let me flip that for you. If confidence, self-esteem, and worthiness were the result of a size of a body, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have a podcast. I would not have a business. I would not have a methodology called going beyond the food because I'm in a non-conventional fat body. According to the rules of body fantasies, I'm not allowed to have any of this. Yet I have it. Why? How did that happen? Is it because I've never had body fantasy? Hell no! I spent 25 years chasing body fantasies. So, if the size of our body, the look of our body, the appearance of our body, the youth of our body does not create feeling within us, then what does our thoughts the way we think the way we choose to think and i emphasize the word choose because that's the key here if your brain is an open door and it's allowed to taking any thoughts in and you don't restrict what goes into your brain and you don't control and manage what circulates into your brain on a daily basis, you will have body fantasies for the rest of your life. Even if you lose the weight, even if you get the perfect cream that will eliminate your wrinkle, you have to manage your mind. That's the key here. So to all the women that are booking consultation with me, that's the message that they're getting about body image, about body fantasy. It starts with the mind. Is it easy? Hell no. It's not supposed to be easy. That's why 91% of women are stuck hating their body. But here's the thing. You can do it. You have the choice. You have the opportunity. You have the capacity, the intelligence to change that, to change what goes into your brain, the thoughts you're having, the feelings you're feeling, and conditionally of the way your body look. But you have to make the choice to do it, to do the work. And no, it's not supposed to be easy, but it's doable. And trust me, you've done much harder things in your life, like having a marriage, having children, having a career, running a business, much harder than learning to manage your mind when it comes to body fantasies. I know I've been in all those situations and it's much harder to do things in the external world than the internal world. The problem is that we're afraid. We feel disempowered. And remember, On the last podcast, if you haven't listened to the last podcast, the reason why we feel this empowered is because that's the way diet culture wants us to feel. That's because patriarchy wants us to feel this empowered, that it's unachievable to free ourselves from body fantasies. Because as long as we stay stuck in body fantasies, We do not achieve our full potential as women because we're too busy distracting, thinking about how we can change our body and being miserable, being depressed, being anxious like me having panic attack. It got so bad for me that at one point I thought I would have to quit my career because I was so obsessed with my body. And it literally screwed up my nervous system. I was so anxious that I ended up having panic attack. Ended up in hospital. I'm not saying it's going to happen to you, but I'm just saying this is the power of our thoughts. So how do we begin the process of opting out of body fantasies? Step one. You acknowledge your desire to change your body. Now, acknowledging doesn't mean reacting or acting upon. It just means saying, huh, how interesting I'm having this thought right now. And then stop it there. Just sit with the thought without acting upon it. And then step two, self-reflect, dig deep. I wonder why I'm having this thought And step three, ask yourself broader question. What do I really want? What's the feeling I want to experience by having a different body? What am I chasing? What do I think will happen once I feel this way? What will unlock for me once I Quote, lose weight, change my body. These are deeper questions that you need to ask yourself so you can determine what you're really chasing, the feelings you want to achieve, and then go on a mission of achieving that feeling without changing your body. Right? How do we achieve step four? How do we achieve feeling a feeling? We change the way we think. Our thoughts create the way we feel. So we change our self-talk, our mental chatter, our beliefs. We change the way we think. And that's how we release ourselves from body fantasies. Now, I, I want to make a special note here because I talked about distraction earlier, Right? Another deeper question to ask yourself, and this is perhaps into the process, not the first one, because it's kind of a deeper question, but what are you distracting from? By having this body fantasies, what are you avoiding dealing with in your life? Because that's what it is. We're distracting from not feeling a certain way that when we're obsessing about a body, that's what we do. So the question is for you, what are you distracting from? So if this is you, sister, just like me, you have body fantasies, I get you. I've been there. All the women in my program, all of my clients have been there too. I want you to know that it's possible for you to stop fantasizing. It's possible for you to and this cycle, you have the freedom to not objectify your body, you have the power to say enough, you have the power to say no, you have the ability to change this fantasy. It starts with your mind. If you want to know more about this, there's two things you can do. Number one, you can go and watch a women food and power workshop that I recorded. The link is in the show notes. Or you can go to stephaniedozycom slash 241. It's totally free. You register, you watch. It's all about how we began objectifying our body as women. Or two, it's still time to book a consultation. So again, go into the show note, stephaniedosey.com slash 241, and then book yourself a breakthrough session if you are interested and capable of joining one of my programs. So this is it, sister. Body fantasies is real, but optional. What's coming up for us on the podcast? I don't know. You know, I really love doing this show, writing this based on conversation. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to listen to you over the next six, seven days on a consultation, and I'll create another podcast based on what I'm hearing from you. I love you. And I look forward to hang out with you again on that next podcast.